but he loves us. So that's where we start, with remembering who he is. Uh, the, the second part that I see is that we focus on others. We focus on others. Um, in verse 10, it says, Your kingdom come, your will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. On earth as it is in heaven. Um, so th then the question comes to you, okay, so what is God's kingdom? What is God's kingdom? And I, I think the, the simplest way that I can say it is anything or anywhere where God's will is being done, something that God's like, yes, I wanted that to happen, that's God's kingdom. So I, I believe that God actually wanted you to be in service today, learning about him with other people that love him. There's God's kingdom. When you love your kids and are patient with your kids, boom, there's God's kingdom. When, when uh, you're showing love to other people, when people are showing love to you, when, you, when uh, you love your family, when you put others first, when people hear about God, when people believe in God, when we're praying, that's all God's kingdom. And, and really, that's the mission of life, right? is to live out God's kingdom, that, that God is in charge, that God, what God wants is happening because he's that good. And, and uh, I, I love this too because it's not referring to one day in heaven. God, one day, you know, we pray for heaven, this kind of thing. It's not future tense. It's present tense. I, I, I love this. It's like, no, he's talking about today. And God actually intends to do that prayer. God that your kingdom would come, that your will would be done here on earth, just like it is in heaven. The way that life operates in heaven, get this, that can actually happen in your life. Let that sink in for a bit, okay? Don't, don't miss that. The way things operate in heaven, how good heaven is, how incredible heaven, that can actually be your life. And, and that can actually, this is really exciting, that can actually be a reality in Binbrook. And, and he wouldn't ask us to pray, God, let your kingdom come to earth. He wouldn't ask us to pray if he didn't think it was possible, if he didn't intend to actually answer that prayer. So we need to be praying that prayer, God, in Bimbrook, as it is in heaven. In Bimbrook, as it is in heaven. Um, what, what does that look like? What does Bimbrook look like if, if heaven came and visited? Uh, I, I, I want to just, you know, paint that picture for you. Imagine every single person in Bimbrook had peace in life, like, like true peace. That even when there was the ups and downs and ups and downs in life, is we knew God's with us, it's okay, we're going to be okay. Can you imagine? Every single, all 10,000 people, imagine every single family was healthy. Imagine our kids grew up in a way that they, they knew that God loved them and they truly put other people first ahead of themselves. Can you imagine how different this community would be? Imagine every need that there ever was. Every time a need showed up, it was met because we loved each other that much that we, we met the needs. Imagine there was always enough food in the fridge. Imagine all the debt was gone because we had wisdom with money and we weren't going crazy into debt, buying stuff that we didn't need, but we were being generous people. Can you imagine? It, imagine there was more than one public school in Pembroke. I mean, come on, like, come on. That's, that's a good joke, right? The parents, you know the struggle. Half of you now can't send your kids here. Like, what's going on? Imagine every person, all 10,000 people, knew Jesus. That's in Bimbrook as it is in heaven. That can happen. Look, you know who he wants to use to do it? This room right here. This room right here. The other churches together, working together. So let's pray for it. It actually can happen. Nothing's impossible for God. 
But we pray. We ask God to do this. So the first part is focusing on God. Second part, focusing on others. The third part, focusing on ourselves now. This is the fun part, dealing with our own stuff on the inside, right? Um, and it's not selfish to pray for yourself, by the way. Jesus prayed for himself all the time. You have to pray for yourself. We need strength to, to go on. Um, so I'm actually going to uh, throw it to my friend Elizabeth. We kind of have a tag team thing going on today. Um, so Elizabeth is actually going to share for a few minutes on kind of this third part of Oh, yeah, yeah, the stand is all yours on, uh, on kind of what this part means. So thanks, Elizabeth, for sharing for a few minutes. Thank you, Pastor Mike. I really uh, like that. In Bimbroke, as it is in heaven, like I've never heard it put that way, but that's great. So I'm going to start with verse 11, um, which is the third, fourth verse of the Lord's Prayer. Give us this day our daily bread. Well, what exactly does that mean? The Hebrew word for bread actually meant any type of edible food that was necessary for the support of life, both body and soul. The word for daily in Hebrew implied to take care of today's needs. Just what we need for today and can't do without, what is sufficient for our sustenance. It doesn't mean tomorrow's bread. It doesn't say that. It doesn't say next week or next year. So, because if we were praying for next week and next year and our lifetime's worth of bread, we wouldn't have to keep coming back to God and relying on God and depending on God for our daily needs. So, it's very important to pray this way, and that's why Christ taught us to pray for our daily needs, and so that we won't forget his provision. And the use of the words us and our are also very important, too, because this implies a little bit more of a personal thing, a more of an intimate relationship. Um, when you pray, give us this day our daily bread, you're not praying for give Russia today their daily bread. You can do that if you want, but you're not doing that. You're praying, when you're referring to us, you're usually referring to who's you're with. It's usually maybe your household, your family, or you might be in a small church group and you might be praying, give us this day our daily bread. Give mountainside. It's daily bread, Lord. And that's actually what our anchor year is all about. Give mountainside the daily bread. <laughs> so <laughs> I had to put that in, right? <laughs> okay. Verse 12, forgive us our debts as we have forgiven our debtors. There's other translations that use the word sin. Forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us or trespass against us. And so debt Debts and debtors, I mean, it can refer to money, that you would think, but it also refers to sin, wrongdoing, causing harm, crimes, offenses, misdeeds, sins of omission that, you know, have been omitted, and sins of commission, things have, that have been committed against you. And it can be very hard to forgive some of those things, but God wants us to forgive. If we choose not to forgive others, neither will God our Father forgive us. And it says that in Matthew 6, verse 15. So if we want God's mercy, we must show mer mercy. Forgiveness is a choice, but we must choose it. We don't want to let anything come between our relationship with our Heavenly Father. And obviously, God put that in there too because He doesn't want unforgiveness to come between us and our relationships with others. That is very important to Him. The Bible says that all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God and that the wages of sin is death. And while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. So we don't deserve it, but Christ died for the forgiveness of our sins. They beat and they tortured and they crucified Christ. They were terrible to him. But in his dying words on the cross, he said, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. So he was willing to forgive us and them, anybody that 
hurt him, persecuted him. We have to be able to do the same thing. It's a choice, and it's not always easy, but it's a choice. So if we pray this way, um, and if we realize that we want God to forgive us, we've got to make a choice to do it. So verse 13, the first part of it is, lead us not in temptation, but deliver us from evil. So temptation is always there, and we don't want to walk into it. It often starts with a simple thought process, you know, a little wayward thought, but then soon our imagination can take over, and the more we think about it, the more we start to delight in sin. And at that point, it becomes very easy to give in to sin and evil, and, but this is a bondage that is hard to break, and it can become an addiction even. So there's all types of sin, but it can be very, very um, addictive and very bonding. So James 1.15 says that when lust is conceived, sin is finished, and death is brought forth. So we don't want that. We want to be led away from it, not led into it. So deliver us, deliver us from evil, means to break our chains and loose our bonds. We need to ask God daily to help us not to walk into the sin, but to deliver us, to break us, uh, the power of evil over us so that we can stand firm and resist temptation and stand firm against sin. So that's basically uh, my take on it. Um, the very, very end in some translations, most of them say, for thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Well, that's pretty straightforward. Thine is the kingdom. Everything in the kingdom belongs to God. He created it, and um, the power belongs to him too um, it, because God is all-powerful. He's in control of everything more than we even realize. He is there and in control. And the glory is the praise that is due him from every living creature um, for his amazing might and his complete awesomeness, right? And forever and ever means for all eternity. Like, it's straightforward. Amen. Pastor Michael preached about amen just a couple weeks ago. What it means, let it be so, so be it. It's just confirming what we've already said. So there you have it. I'll hand it back to you. Yeah, thanks. Show some love to Elizabeth. Come on. That's awesome. That's awesome. Thanks, Elizabeth. That's great. So we focus on God first. We focus on others. And then we focus on us, things we're dealing with, right? And I, I just love that. You know, we're constantly relying on God. You know, you, you said it so well. You're not praying for the year's worth of whatever you need because then we might convince ourselves we don't need God, right? It's, it's daily he's providing for us, giving us just enough strength each day to make it, right? He's He's keeping us safe from evil. He's keeping us safe from sin. It's so good, so good. So when praying like Jesus, we need to be doing this. And this is why this prayer is so important, okay? This is why it's so important. This prayer covers everything in life, if you really look down deep into it, right? Literally, everything in life is covered by this prayer that Jesus modeled for us. Now, again, don't, we can't take this too extreme. This isn't a formula. It's not like, yes, yes, add a little bit of Lord's Prayer. Yes, aha. Like, you know, that, that's not what it is. But it's a model for us. And Jesus designed this prayer as he was teaching us that a little kid could do it. And like, the, you know, someone who's like this genius, complicated, oh, my mind is so smart. They could pray it too. It, it doesn't matter who you are. And the whole series we've talked about how we need to be praying people. And prayer works. And prayer changes things. And, and, and even though sometimes we struggle with it, sometimes we don't know where to start. You know, we can feel like the disciples. You know, like, but can you teach us how to do this? You keep talking about prayer, Jesus. But like, can you teach us how to do it? This is where we start. 
This is where we start, right, right here. And, and the main idea I want to leave you with today is this, is that the habit of prayer, it starts with the Lord's prayer. The habit of prayer starts with the Lord's prayer, at least according to Jesus, okay? You disagree with me, that's fine. You disagree with Jesus, right? And if you ever don't know what to pray, that's me sometimes. People are like, I, I honestly, I don't have words. I, I, don't, I don't know what I should pray. Start with this. Start with the Lord's prayer. If you feel like you're new to prayer and you're like, honestly, I, I, you keep talking about prayer. I want to be praying. I don't know what to pray. Just start with that. Start with the Lord's prayer. Let's make this a, a habit. And I'm telling you, if we could pray this prayer daily, I wonder how different our lives would be. I promise you, God will, God will start working in you and, and, and change you. He's going to help you focus on him. He's going to help you focus on others and bringing God's kingdom. And he's going he's to help us change for the good on the inside. The habit of prayer starts with the Lord's prayer. So that's the application I leave you with is this, is pray this every morning. Pray this every morning. Make this the first thing you do every morning. Uh, uh, regardless of if you feel like this champion of prayer, like, oh yeah, I'm such an expert, whether you feel like you're a total newbie, like I don't, I don't really know where we're at. It's great. We're all in the same playing field. Let's all start here. We're praying the Lord's prayer. Anyone can read this prayer. Anyone can pray this prayer. And I think we can find a minute each morning. Really, 20 seconds. We can find 20 seconds to pray this in our busy morning. Um, in the book, uh, Atomic Habits, I talked about this a few weeks ago. Um, I, I just finished it the other day. Great book. It's about, you know, building good habits in your life. It talks about the, the best or one of the best ways to create a, a good habit in your life. It's just don't, don't bite off too much, you know. Start small. It's okay. Start simple. And I, I love that when Jesus was teaching us about prayer, he started simple. But yet, how deep and profound is it? How, how it covers every aspect of life in such a simple, simple few phrases. I love that. A prayer that's short but yet covers all areas of your life. The exact prayer that Jesus taught us to pray. Um, and I believe that as we learn to make this a habit, as we can get into the habit of praying the Lord's Prayer every day, I believe that God will inspire us and teach us to add on to that in the morning, right? And, and, and spend our own time in prayer, uh, going, you know, longer periods of time as, as time goes, but it starts with this. And, and uh, I want to paint that picture again, again for you. In Bimbrook, as it is in heaven, it's possible. We want to have started this church if it's not possible. It's possible. And he wants to use your life to do it. People finding Jesus. But it comes through prayer. It comes through prayer. Um, and, and maybe you've never prayed before. Maybe you're like, whoa, this is, honestly, this is a new concept to me, the whole prayer thing. Uh, I, I want to let you know who God is. He really, really loves you. He loves you so much that, you know, he didn't look at your life kind of going your own way instead of his way. He wasn't like, you know, lightning bolt this guy or girl, you know, kind of thing. No, it's, it's he loves you too much for that. That he came from heaven to earth, Jesus Christ, and he was crucified on the cross for you. And he took all our sin, all our mistakes, he put it on himself. Three days later, he rose from, from the dead, proving that, you know, he's not just a, a, a good persuasive teacher. No, this is the Son of God, God in the flesh. And uh, when we believe the story of Jesus, the message of Jesus, when we choose to go his way instead of our way, we can have a relationship with God. Not something you earn, not something you do through rituals or being a good person, all that stuff. It's no, he just loves you for who you are. And he's going to change your life as you live every day as we pray this prayer. So in, in closing, I'm wondering if, uh, 
if we as a church community, as a church family, let's just pray this together. Let's pray the Lord's Prayer uh, together, okay? So we have the words on the screen. There it is. There's the Lord's Prayer. So uh, let's, let's, uh, let's just close and, and pray this off together, okay? So you got this? We got this, okay? We got this. Uh, our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we also have forgiven our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. I encourage you to pray that. Pray it daily. Pray it multiple times a day. Uh, you know, let's not let it become a ritualistic thing where, you know, as long as I read these words, I'm, you know, it, no. Let it, let it be from the heart. But it was modeled from, from our Lord. And he really, really loves us. Uh, I, I'm going to close off the service now. Um, uh, actually, I guess let, let's, let's pray. Or I'll pray you agree with me, okay? <laughs> Jesus, thank you for giving us this prayer. Thank you for showing us how to pray. Uh, I pray that it would go deep into our hearts, God. I pray when we pray, it wouldn't just be some words on a page. I pray we'd mean it with, with all that we are, God. Thank you for loving us in your name. Amen. I'm going to call the ushers forward. Uh, if you want to give financially uh, here to Mountainside Church, you can do that. Um, we have uh, uh, multiple ways to give. There's the, the red buckets here with cash or check. Uh, and we also have an iPad at the back where you can do uh, debit or credit. Um, and also on our website, you can set up uh, recurring giving. Recurring really is the most effective way to give uh, just because it, it, it's, it lets us know that we can kind of count on uh, money coming in, but this is only for the regulars, okay? If you're new here, if you're checking things out, we don't want your money, okay? You keep it. This is just for those who call it uh, church home. Um, I want to remind you as well, um, in the corner over here, uh, we have our, our prayer corner. Uh, so if you have any prayer requests at all, um, you can come here and uh, uh, there will be a group of people that, that will pray for you if you'd like. And uh, next week, I want to encourage you to be here because we're going to give you a little bit of uh, an anchor year update, kind of where we're at financially for the year and uh, all that good stuff. And so with that, uh, God bless. Unless did, we didn't have a culture story, did we, at the end? We're good? Okay. God bless. See you next week. Uh, same time, same place, same awesome group of people. All right.